We Be Lost Podcast, episode 186. Hey, cool, you fixed it. Don't expect anything. The chances of getting a signal are slim at best. Static's good, right? No, reception is good. Wait, what's that? It's Russo's signal. Oh, crap. But this radio has a wider bandwidth. <laughs> That's what you call a party in a podcast. Hold it! Stop, do you hear that? Welcome to the weekly Lost Edition of the Generally Speaking Production Network. Now, here are your hosts, Stephanie and Cliff. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Weekly Lost Podcast. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft. I'm Stephanie Ravenscraft. Stephanie and I are joined in studio today by a whole room full of people. So, uh, everybody say hello. Hello. So we have 12 people 12, left over yeah. from our from our left law. Over. Yeah, left over. <laughs> still here. How still here. How's that? Joining us. <laughs> so many things that you could say other than left over. Yes, okay. All right. <laughs> Hot pockets. <laughs> All right. So how how did you guys think about this episode? Everybody, I mean these two episodes, is this is lost back or what? Yeah. 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 All right. Well, Stephanie, let me just ask you right off the bat. You know, we saw Anna Lulu in this episode. Uh, How did that make you feel? Whatever. It it, it was pointless. They didn't have to bring her back. I mean, I understand that she's supposed to be just in Hurley's imagination, but yeah, they didn't have to do that. All right. Uh, What what about uh, did you have any feelings towards uh, our good friend Neil Frogert? He's annoying. I'm glad he's dead. <laughs> Is it confirmed? Is he definitely dead? <laughs> they shot a flaming arrow through his heart. I would assume that he's dead. I would hope so because I. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Exactly. Mikhail. Yeah. So he just never dies. <laughs> exactly. Well, I'll tell you what. One of the things, Stephanie and and everybody here, I am just totally pumped about the science fiction end and angle of this island mm-hmm. jumping around random as can be and I, and chef mark you'll probably come up to the microphone and, and share your thoughts i know that you have you have a little concern about the you know what the writers think they can possibly get away with now why don't you come up and just share those thoughts okay well i was saying near the end that i thought it was um now that they opened it up so that they could just do whatever and they're right. jumping around in time and that there's no real consequence, it seems like they can just do whatever they want and then they won't have that kind of accountability. Before, everything was very rigid. They were locked on the island. Right. They couldn't move. And then the only things we saw were flash forwards or flashbacks. So now it risks jumping the shark. I'm not saying that it will, but right. they, they could easily jump the shark. They have to be careful. very careful. Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, did you, did it, how many people here actually watched all the, um, the Dharma secret access stuff that they released once a week stuff like that but they had uh that, I, I mean I'll, it's definitely you, Cliff. Okay. it's pretty much just me all right so uh they had damon and carlton do this special uh skit uh basically where they were sitting on their couch in in one of their offices and and they were talking about how basically during the dvd set that they actually saw them their future selves kind of break in and warn them of the paradox that was coming, you know, kind of, uh, 
you know, the, their future selves travel back in time and says, you can't because you're just opening up this massive paradox problem. And then, of course, they also said, I, I'm so glad that they warned us because now they saved us. And then, of course, then they, you know, then this little special video that they were recording, they their future selves broke in again and and said how they screwed up. There's just absolutely no way they can avoid the paradox. So. And did Marty McFly show up? I think so. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, obviously, uh, it, it's, a, it's a little bit more on the cheesy end than, than maybe the show. But definitely, they were talking. I mean, they're even quite aware of the can of worms that they're opening by doing this. So it, it at least puts my mind at ease to know that they addressed the concern that you actually spoke upstairs Uh before the actual premiere episode showed it's like listen we're we're aware of the issues that we're facing now with this but in my mind i'm like trusting where they're going to go does that make sense yeah I, I trust where they're going to go i think that makes sense stephanie what is it in your mind uh about this episode that really stood out to you any any kind of things that just really uh made you very excited about the season um well I said from the beginning I didn't want all season to be back about them getting back to the island. Now we know they only have 70 hours. Now I know 70 hours in lost time can be a very long time, but I'm hoping that they it seems that they'll move it along quickly. So, mm-hmm. uh, I'm excited about that. And um and I don't know. I am I'm, I'm going to need to watch that again. Absolutely. Yeah. Stephanie and I are definitely going back to to a minimum of two episodes a week of the Weekly Lost podcast (laughs) during this season. And we will certainly be coming uh, back at you with a full review of this episode uh, and and bringing out any kind of Easter eggs, any hidden clues. Uh, So basically, we'll be scouring the Internet for you. Right. And and uh, we we haven't yet decided when that's going to happen this weekend, because we we have a bunch of people who are here from out of town who are staying through the week uh, or through through the rest of this week. So do we have any plans on when that live show is going to be? I guess it would probably be on Saturday this week. You think Saturday this week? So Saturday evening at what time? Ten o'clock? I don't know. Nine (laughs) o'clock. Yeah, I don't know. I'll tell you what, we'll set a time, but we'll just tell you that we are still uh, fluctuating our time back and forth. Follow us on on Twitter. Follow us on Twitter and uh, we'll let you know. That's going to be the best way to get your minute by minute um, lost news from from GSP. Anyway, so what what about you? What was... for me, well, yeah. let, well, let's talk about our schedule for just another second. Oh, so sorry. I know you want to go to bed and get everybody out of here. No, that's not even what I was thinking. I was okay. You just want to move the conversation along. I do. Well, I, I thought people might have some kind of expectation of when our shows are going to be. Okay. I just wanted to s- just simply say real quickly. In the future. Yeah. In the- this, this weekend, we we, we're jumping through time, and we don't really know where we're going to land. Right. Well, I think that that you and I had we had we landed on the fact that. Other than this week, Friday evenings will be the weekend yes, review. Absolutely, that's all I wanted to say. Okay, and is is like I thought t- you were still talking about this week. No, no, we we done deal Saturday night sometime. Follow us on Twitter, twitter.com slash gspn. Right, right, all right, and we'll send out an email for those who are on the mailing list. And if you're not on the mailing list, go to gspn.tv/list. Completely not listening to you. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, what he said. All right, because you know what. He, Here's the thing. You're asking me, but really you plan these things and I show up. Okay. So, so whatever I say goes. Yeah. Sweet. You heard it here first, guys. Well, within reason. <laughs> within reason. 
All right. So uh, let's see here. Uh, basically, what did I think about the episode? Yeah. I, I loved the time travel. I, I, I just I, I love the fact that they went and all of a sudden all their things were gone. Can I say I, I enjoyed the time travel, mm-hmm. which three years ago would have never happened. Yeah. Yeah. You, you mean the enjoy you enjoying it. Right. Okay. Yeah. I, I love the fact that the, the hat they went and the hatch was, was gone. There. Yeah. And yeah. then the hatch is there. And then, and I loved, they, they, it is a little bit of a dangerous thing when, when he, they are giving messages to go and do this. And all of a sudden it becomes a memory in Desmond's mind. Although I like it, you know, I, of course I've, I've never been against sci-fi and, and, and I think the biggest argument that, that Mark was talking about and, and what many, and what's probably on many people's mind out there is the fact that they've often talked about lost in such a way from the very beginning that everything that happens on this island is pseudoscience in such a way that, that it's theoretically possible that anything we do on the show could possibly happen. And I think they are skating uh, across. I mean, theoretically, I mean, can you have a theory of anything happening? I mean, honestly, but I I think they've gone over the edge of of just. But are they continue? Are they going to continue to jump through time through the season? I think they're going to continue to jump through time until Until the people get back. back. Right. So if that happens next week or the next week, then no, they haven't jumped the shark. You guys are jumping the shark by saying they're jumping the shark. How am I jumping the shark by saying they're jumping the shark? You're jumping the shark by saying we're jumping the shark by saying they're jumping the shark. I didn't say that they were jumping the shark. I know you didn't. People I, in the chat room Oh, are, are. they? Yeah. Oh, okay. No, because I, I was thinking that, that it, they could risk jumping the shark if they're not careful. Right. Because now they've, they have broke sort of the Absolutely. strictures yeah. that they had put in place for so right. long. And now it could be very easy to do that. And it's right. But it's I the, agree it's with the you. same problem that every time travel show, mm-hmm. movie, or book has ever had. In that, if you travel in time to a place or to a part of time that you existed, what happens to your your shadow? And of right. course, Back to the Future is a classic, yeah. sort of funny example of that. But in this case, they're going back and forth and back and forth. Obviously, they existed wherever they existed at the time. So if, if we're going back 108 minutes, then 108 minutes ago, I was up on that sofa. Well, then what happened? Like, do I see myself? Were you or, do or I, were you do on I just the disappear floor? from the sofa? Or do I show up down? I mean, so it's they got to explain all that. Yeah. And right. of course, it makes it very difficult and convoluted. And they could easily just go sort of like the alias route and just sort of be crazy and weird, you know? Yeah. It's happened. (laughs) (laughs) Very cool. Things have happened. I agree they have to be careful, but I don't agree with a lot of people in the chat room who think that they've already jumped the shark. Yeah. Well, I I can understand where people will say that they've jumped the shark, but I think think it's based upon what they set up in the minds of people that they weren't going to go so far that you – to stretch it. I mean, before this – I, I think they were for for many people they were already riding the line when they did flashes before your eyes mm-hmm. and stuff like that, and, and and so those people were already it's like okay that that's the limit. Right. But all of a sudden now they're they're even going they went so far as to the not just the flashes before your eyes but the the episode where Desmond goes back and sees Faraday, and 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 tells Penny to come and find me in the future and and stuff. I think that that for some people in their minds that is jumping the shark okay. based upon what the writers said. We'll never go so far as to where this can't be something we could see feasibly really happening in real life. And I think I think possible. I I think they've actually crossed that line. Now I don't think they've jumped the shark 
because I'm I enjoy where they're going with it. I, but I, I do think that they've actually went further than what they promised that they would go. Does mm. that make sense? I'll I'll, I'll mm. give people that. Okay. And, and if and if that ups, there and and I remember back in season two, this that's when we you and I started this thing. Um, when we started talking in season two. And they and we even remember time travel wasn't even a thought. We had not seen, uh, you know, the the book, you know, and all that stuff. And it, time travel was just an idea. And and I remember talking about the fact: wouldn't it be great if we saw some some time travel stuff, or or if they could give us the flashback of the island? And 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 when we started talking about some science fiction stuff, then people automatically said, if they ever do that, I'll stop watching this show. And I I think that those are the people. Okay, well, in the chat room. <laughs> are they saying, Mark, you are so hot? Yeah, they are. <laughs> All right. They're talking about Sawyer without his shirt on. Oh, okay. Which I thought it was rather ridiculous that they made such a big deal about him not having, I mean, big deal, you know. it. He jumped out of the helicopter and lost his shirt and... You can't go just go stealing people's shirts. Who was it that on. was here tonight that says, anyway. "Why yeah. couldn't it be Juliet without her shirt?" <laughs> the, yeah, I think that was that, that was, was Chris fighting, and oh yeah, Tommy. And 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 my my answer to Tommy is that they're not trying to appeal to to male viewers. They they've got enough of them they already. Have enough of that, yeah. Gotcha. So. Um, Anyway, anyway, so, here's the question that is in my sci-fi great whatever. Um, you want to talk some shipper stuff, don't you? I do. Uh-oh. I do. I'm. I don't think that I really trust Sun um, in her talking to Kate. I, I don't trust that. And Sun's always been my favorite character. And I just she's she's up to something. I don't trust that. Um, okay. Here's the deal. I think I have to officially say it. I think the whisper is no longer um, valid, and just tell everybody that I, I kind of like Ben right now. <laughs> That's right. She's come a long way, folks. So, um, even even I can sit here and admit it that yeah, still not sold on John Locke. But, um, <laughs> Tess, we're working uh, on her. Um, rather enjoyed seeing him get shot in the leg, but. Um, <laughs> But I do. I like Ben, and and even though, even if whatever he turns out to be working on is less than um, trustworthy, who Ben? I, I the most manipulative person on the show. Absolutely, I love his manipulation. Go ahead, and and I'm beginning to, <laughs> and I, maybe I'm starting to relate You're to tw- him. Are you getting Are you getting a little twisted in your mind over there? I think so. Oh I think my so. gosh! I'm getting a little twisted and evil, and um, and and I really, I'm really enjoying it, and how he has now. Well, here's the thing: is he has his own agenda, but he's now tricking people into thinking that it's their own agenda, and so anyway, I like it. Yeah, that's it. yeah, good. that's exactly what he does. In fact, uh, when and, and I love the fact that Saeed basically planted in in Hurley's mind saying listen what if you and whatever come, you do yeah. yeah if you ever come across him whatever he tells you to do you do the, the opposite. opposite so it seems and i love the smirk on Hurley's face when he turned himself in that was awesome <laughs> dude i killed like all four of those people he's no 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 three three, three. <laughs> how many were dead oh gosh so um there were some new nicknames in this episode which i Ginger. thought were, Ginger, uh, and and so obviously a tie to Gilkin's Island. 
Um, what else was there? There, there were some really good ones. There in this were. One. Uh, oh, uh, Dilbert. D- Dilbert, Dilbert was one. Yes. Okay. Daniel for, D- Faraday. For, for Danny for Faraday. Faraday. Um, of course, we heard Frogert again. Right, that that's it. Yeah, right? Fro- oh my gosh, Frogert. Yeah, I'm that, glad he's dead. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, let's just drop that one right away. Yeah. Let's uh, pretend. I mean, hold on. Can we pretend like a character never existed? Uh, we, we do for Nikki and Paula, right? Well, yeah. yeah. So, so uh, <laughs> who in here thinks that they actually could have done away with Frogert in this episode altogether? Yeah. Anybody? He, yeah, he was pointless. So it, it looks Other like about than half. the fact that they needed somebody to die. Yeah. Have a red shirt. Okay. Right. Mark's talking in the background saying I'm sorry, he was a red shirt, so you always have to have a red shirt. Absolutely. But does the in red shirt have to, to be that annoying though? Yeah. I mean it, Do you have to make that big deal? I mean, they had a red shirt in the unbelievable story with Sawyer and, you know, running yeah. through the you know. But they but all um, of us uh, right here, microphone, microphone. Yeah. <laughs> All of us, everyone knew who he was. Yes. And the same thing as the Libby. I think it's like a shout out to the fans. Yeah. Okay. Because the minute he showed up, it was like, that's Frogert. Okay. So, I mean, I'm with you from a story continuity perspective, but I think... I, okay. And they had to have somebody too, die. I, I mean, they couldn't just have all right. these flaming arrows come over and they not hit anybody. Okay. Well, exactly. That's unrealistic. Exactly. Yeah. Well, he, okay. So here's the deal. I knew ahead of time that Frogert was going to be in this episode because I talked to Bonnie and that was one of the minor Uh, spoilers that she gave away. So um, I did know that Frogert was going to be in this episode and I was actually kind of excited about it in, in a way. But I was they they basically gave him a kamikaze role in this episode in such a way that they made us despise him. They gave him the exact same style of lines and an attitude and personality as Nikki had. What were you going to tell us this early? And like Arst too. And, like, yeah. like they just they yeah, yeah, they yeah. sort of was a throwaway character. Well, Art. No, see, I I really felt like Arst added a lot to the story. I mean, he he wasn't a he wasn't like super annoying. He came and and it's like. If, uh, he was he was believable to this point. What did he have to add to the quote unquote discussion of what should or should not happen on this island? Until all of a sudden, his area of expertise, all of a sudden, he felt was absolutely important that they listen. You don't understand. It's monsoon season, and if we don't do this, and and so it's like it was okay for him to be a background character, and then all of a sudden to speak up because the, now he really felt like, hey. I couldn't there's nothing I could have done or added to this point but I'm telling you you guys need to listen to me now because I'm an expert in this weather stuff you don't understand and then all of a sudden it's like well and I also know how to handle chemicals and if you're looking for dynamite you need me along and and so that was by believable to a point but you when you have somebody see the the problem I had with Nikki and Paulo is Nikki's not a character that could easily be hidden in the background for two seasons without us seeing her pop up. Number one, she's gorgeous. Number two, Hurley would have had to been talking about her, you know, or not Hurley, but uh, Sawyer. Sawyer's definitely going to be talking about her. And uh, not so many people fighting over Shannon. I mean, there's more to spread around, right? So, I mean, we're just being honest here. So, wow. <laughs> so, Wow. But but I mean but here's the deal. She was annoying and her personality is such that I'm going to be in everybody's business and I I could not believe her character to all of a sudden just now show up. And Neil's character and not was not know this, anything about what went on. Right. And Neil was such Neil was such a in your face character. I want to know what's going on. I want to be on top of everything and for Sawyer once again to say yeah. 
And who are you? No, that that's not believable. In the chat room, Chris Lack asked an interesting question. He said, "Well, so if if now you if now things can't change for these people, how is it that Froger dies? Because he was one of them, right? So if they they've gone back in time, so like, how can he die? That's an interesting question. It's one of those sharp junk, sharp. Well, no, they are constant. That's the thing. The constant can go. I think the we can't the we constant. we can't hear you, Kim. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> they are their own constant, though. Okay, you know, because." It, Locke got shot in the leg, and he's still shot in the leg when he moves in time again. Right. And he's still if carrying Robert a compass. Died, right, and he's still carrying the compass. Whatever happens to them happens to them, but they can't change the future of the past. Right. Exactly. What she said. Be- yeah, so basically, they're not able to interact with themselves. Go ahead, Troy. Well, uh, didn't, that occur, didn't that occur in the future? And so since the past had already happened, that can't be changed. The future could be. So Froger could die at that point. And also uh, Daniel could say to Desmond, hey, you're going to remember this after you're off the island, after they already hmm. left into the future. Right. That, that's some of the continuity that I think, you know, s- saves, you know, from, from jumping the shark. All right. So I, I, I think the I think the big thing okay. here was that listen what are, it, it's kind of that conundrum is if we're bouncing into the past you can't do anything to change it because if you change it you don't know what's going to happen so for example here's here's the deal uh, if if some if one of those people were to go back and they were well for example John Locke met um, uh, Ethan Rom and so it's very possible that. That could have done set off a whole chain of reactions to where any number of those people could have died. So in the future, what? Allison Mark are fighting over who the said the thing what? about Ethan Rom. Then, then he, he then later it. on down the line said, you know, we were we've been waiting for you. Like at yes. some point, they right. knew that they would wait for John Locke because maybe Ethan said, hey, you know, I met this weird guy in the jungle, and he <laughs> said he knew me. Right. Exactly. And then he vanished. And then yeah. said you would and be in charge. Yeah. 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 So definitely it, that that was and that's an that's an interesting way of explaining, you know, how how did they know to wait for John Locke? It's because in the past he told him that. So that that was very good. I did like that. Now, Beth, Mommy Madonna uh, actually called me right after the episode ended and had a neat theory about uh, the whispers in the jungle. And okay. that the voices are actually the people as they travel and flash back and forth through time and the record skips. Huh. And those are the whispers that we hear. And they're talking to themselves. And that's why they're backwards. Right. The record and that's what we hear, like and that's why we can't really tell oh, what they're saying. The, and the sounds are backwards and all of that. Yeah, I like that's that. That's a good theory, but yeah. Um, oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Hold on. Where's my... Uh, gosh, I've not done a Lost Pay podcast. Pay attention, Beth. Live Pay in attention. so long. Here we go, Beth. It's an interesting theory. Absolutely. There you go. That's the first one this year. Yep. Season five goes to Mommy Madonna. I think season five is going to... I really want it to be like my season of Lost. Yeah? Yeah. I think it will be because I, 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 we've talked about this over and over again to, and we'll probably mention it about 15, 20 more times. And that is the fact that we now have the end date. They, yes, they, absolutely. There is it's no, more about answers than questions right now and they can just have fun in the middle with everything else. Right. And what's really cool is that, Not in, that there won't be in questions. my mind is no matter because we used remember one of the things that really frustrated a lot of Lost fans, including myself at times, was when we had so many unanswered questions and they would then all of a sudden introduce new questions and then even more new questions and then more new questions. And what's cool is I really honestly believe that if they're going to write a story from this point forward, 
I believe that any new questions that they bring, they they already know exactly when and where and how they're going to answer it. Where I don't believe that they knew that in the first couple seasons. Okay, so what? Okay, so uh, let me see if I can find out which one it is. Mute me for a moment. Yes, I can. So uh, we'll see if we can find that voicemail here. Hey, Cliff. This is John from Houston, Texas. I am calling about uh, the Weekly Lost podcast. I'm watching the premiere right now and just wanted to see um, what y'all all thought about it. Uh, watching the Ustream uh, of the whole entire group. Wish I could be there. Um, just wanted to see what y'all thought. My my, my first uh, impressions of, of Lost is that they really haven't answered more questions. They've just posed more than before. And I don't know. So let's see what y'all thought. Did y'all think he got more questions answered or uh, more questions asked this time? All right, thanks. I'll um, I'll go ahead and listen. All right. Well, so he, that's exactly right. It did apply. So, John, thank you so much. Uh, and, and that's exactly what we were just talking about. I, I believe that they they answered some stuff. Uh, first, for example, if anybody wants to just jump up and, and just share some things, maybe that the, these first two seasons answered right off the bat, some questions that we had. Anybody want to run? I mean, I've got two or three off the top of my head, but I, I want to don't want to steal anybody's thunder. If you want to walk up to the mic and say something that was answered. Well, first of all, we figured out where the island went. Was it transporting just locationally or transporting through time? Now we know it's definitely transporting through time. I think we'll probably find out it's also transporting locationally, mm-hmm. geographically as mm-hmm. well. Uh, yeah, I, I think I think well, obviously the time there's definite support for, but I also think there's uh, support for the for the location because how remember it was impossible for that beachcraft to land where the beachcraft land. So the fact is is that the island did move from that location to that other location, and that's of course where, where we saw the beachcraft land. And then knowing that. You know, in the future, that the the island moves to that other location. So, so I think there, I think there is absolutely, absolutely definite proof for both the island has moved in space and in time. All right. So, any other answers that we got out of this one? This is Jeff from Indy. My wife, uh, joyful mom, was asking on the way over here. Do you think the people from Dharma knew about what was behind the orchid station? And that was the first question they answered. Very cool. Yes, absolutely. I really liked how they did that. Yeah. I did. How about how about seeing Doctor Marvin Campbell, Mark Wickman, uh, Hallowax. <laughs> Edgar Hallowax, uh-huh. and uh, Pierre, Chang. Pierre Chang? So, so, so is um, <laughs> now I I honestly believe they don't do anything without a purpose, and especially now that we have an end date. Um, is there going to be a point to the wife and the baby from from his? From his beginning. There's a whole room full of people and I'm still distracted because you're not listening to me. We're listening. I know. Are you talking about Pierre Chang? Yeah. At the very beginning of the episode, he was rocking a baby. He was making a bottle. He was, it's your turn. Right. The broken record. Well, I think that was definitely a tie-in directly to what We know. Yeah. I think, well, it's definitely a tie-in directly to what happened at Comic-Con and what's going on in the chat room. Okay. Somebody read. Someone anonymously said Miles with lots of question marks. Miles. Oh, okay. You think the baby is Miles? Could be. Did that they go that far oh, back? Oh, wow. I, mean, I thought they would. I don't know. Okay. 
All right. So they made a point of saying it was somewhere. In the all right, Mark, we can't hear you. No. Oh, somewhere in the seventies. So, 70s. Okay, so yeah. it, the question here is, could it be Miles? It's possible because Miles is Asian, and both the you know both the Pierre Chang and yeah. the, the woman were Asian, mm-hmm. and then they made a point of saying it was somewhere in the seventies uh-huh. that, that the whole Dharma Initiative thing was happening. Right. So it could very well be that he's now old. You know that okay. that yeah. puts his age in like the thirties. Okay. Yeah. 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 Perfect. What'd you guys think about Faraday being there at approximately the same age as he is on the island? I and anybody want to give some thoughts on that one? Mark and I were discussing because when Miles showed up when they were building the station, I said he doesn't age, just like what's his face, Halpert. Halpert. But then Mark said. I said it. I said it's probably more that he's jumping around in time the way Desmond was jumping around right, in time. Right. So I think either is an interesting thought. Is that either he's, and you know he made the point of saying to Desmond as well, you're special. Mm-hmm. So perhaps there's this subgroup of people that don't age, or they have these special powers. Okay. Either they're jumping around, they're jumpers, or they're not aging for whatever right. reason. So we don't know, but yeah. interesting. All right. So uh, my my thought on that is that. Uh, he, I, I really, I really have to say, there's probably some evidence for the fact that he is not ageless, but in fact is jumping around. And here's mm-hmm. the reasons why. Uh, number one is because there inside the notebook in last season, he said somebody is my constant. Who? Desmond. Desmond. So Desmond. That's why he knocked, De- that's why he knocked on the. Head. Yeah, absolutely. exactly. Desmond is my constant. So, and, and of course, we understand that the the importance of having a constant is um, basically for somebody who's jumping, you know, this time back and forth. So I don't think it's an ageless thing at at all, like Richard Alpert, but I, indeed it is the jumper. So. And um, I believe that probably Desmond's going to go back. And now, do we believe that. that now, here's the thing. Okay, so is Faraday's mom? No, 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 no. So Mrs. Hawking is not Faraday's mom because that wasn't that wasn't Oxford, right? That that was Ben that yeah. saw. Was it exciting to meet see Mrs. Hawking again? That was awesome. That was awesome to know that that she appeared here and she's in real time, real life, but yet she was also able to interact with Desmond in the past. Yes. That was cool. That was cool. Were you going to say something, Mark? No, I, was just saying, I love that actress. She's a yeah. great actress. Um, I love her in Brotherhood. She's the she's the mother in, in okay. the, the Showtime series Brotherhood, and she's she's great. Right. Very cool. Okay, so there's Chris is saying in the chat room, uh, when did Desmond visit Faraday at Oxford? Well, we haven't seen that yet. In yes, fact, we yes, we have. Oh, did we? He he visited in the concert. Oh no no yes. I'm, yeah the con- I'm talking. You're thinking. Oh, the mom. He no, hasn't been. That yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. Okay. You're you're right. Yeah. So the constant is when that happened. But in this episode, we didn't see him follow through. Basically, he did. He talk to Penny in this episode, or was it in the preview that we saw his conversation with Penny? Okay. So we're not going to talk about that then. All right. So, but here's the deal. We know that Desmond has been told to go talk to... He talked to Penny. He had a dream. Only it wasn't a dream. It was a memory. I know. Okay. But there's another conversation that's going to happen in the next episode. So... Well, maybe you should pause and tell me what that conversation is because I'm confused. All right. I'll pause and tell you. And we're back. Okay. So I I thought you were completely talking about a different conversation. (laughs) Anyway. All right. 
So anyway, where where do we go Here's from here? Here's the thing: we don't have notes, and it was way too much to sit here and. This is why oh, this we is do just, two shows. This, this isn't a full review. This, this is, is just why we do two shows. Yeah, this is the initial reaction. I know. Yeah, we'll, okay, we'll, the we'll initial get... reaction left me confused. <laughs> well, there you and go. I need to watch that again. Can we be done now? If you want to be done, that's <laughs> I'm fine. Kidding. I'm kidding. I was, I was just kidding. All right. So, um, anybody else want to share any thoughts? While we're here, um, or, or we can go ahead and just start to wrap things up. I mean, that's completely fine. Here comes Chris from Texas. Well, I have many, many thoughts, but the only thing I was disappointed is in is that at the very beginning, it was not on an eyeball. Oh. Yeah, it didn't. Yeah, no eyeball. No eyeball. Mm. Well, obviously, there is a lot for us to go back and watch. I, am, I, I for one, love the fact that I'm now able to do this full time and... Uh, my my actual work day is going to be scouring the internet. How awesome is that? I mean, I'm just so pumped up and excited about the fact that I'll just literally be putting together pages and pages of notes and right. stuff about all the other things that other people are doing after watching it frame by frame and and things of that nature. And of course, uh, we do have two voicemails uh, left over. Right. Uh, these, I think both of them came in before the episode, if I'm not mistaken. But uh, let's go ahead and uh, go to the second call from this week. Hi, Cliff and Stephanie and all the GSPN.TV Oh, this is Wayne members. with his contact buzz. Uh, this is Wayne Henderson from MediaVoiceOvers.com in California. And... Uh, Kind of getting a contact high buzz, like I saw somebody Twitter about, because I know that at this very minute, you are watching Lost Recap Show, getting ready for the new episode, and we are still three hours away in oh. California, so you're going to be all done right as we start, but uh, I'm happy for you, hope the party goes great, wish I could be there in Kentucky, beautiful downtown Hebron for uh, GSPN.TV headquarters. Uh, enjoy the show. I'm going to uh, look forward to hearing the podcast. This is Wayne, and we'll be talking to you soon. Thanks. Bye. Thank you, Wayne, very much. Mark was uh, twittering earlier today that he was in Kentucky and and stuff like that and was getting ready to watch Lost with us. And somebody says, what in the world are you doing in Kentucky to watch Lost? And it's like, well, duh, don't they know that this is the Lost capital of the world here in Hebron, Kentucky? Some people would beg to differ. Yeah. What'd you guys say? Where yeah. people get lost easily. That's right. That's right. <laughs> this is where you go to get lost with Cliff and Stephanie. So, get lost in Vegas. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so uh, we're definitely having an awesome time here. We do have one more voicemail. Okay. And while this is playing, I'll check my email and make sure nothing else has just See, come in. Have a beautiful downtown. Hello, Cliff and Stephanie, and visitors to Cliff and Stephanie. This is Fred from Long Island calling on the day of the Lost premiere. I'm driving home. Anxiously awaiting the premiere tonight, and I'm sad that I will not be able to be with you, but I hope by the time you hear this that you've had a great time, and I'm sure you've come up with a lot of interesting theories already. And I'm looking forward to hearing hearing them, and we'll speak to you soon. All right, Fred, thank you for calling in. And Stephanie, you were trying to uh, get my attention to tell me something in the chat room. Yeah, wants to know if you're going to allow Skype calls. Oh, yeah. Uh, well, you know what? I don't have Skype call access right now. However, I do have this. Just give me one second. All right. So we're, we've uh, got the phone number posted so that uh, Daryl can call in. And uh, basically, Daryl will wait for your call. And anybody else that wants to try to call in, you'll probably get a, a busy signal when uh, we have one call at a time. But uh, 
Anyway, uh, uh, Chef Mark, if, or if somebody step up to the microphone and ask what uh, the question that was just asked in the chat room and who asked it. Oh, okay. uh, so, yeah. I guess Jeff. Will, okay, Mark. Um, Jim in Columbus, Ohio, wants to know who the lawyers talking to Kate were representing. Okay, so so before I, I have an idea, and I, I I'm pr- I, I have a very strong idea who I think it is. But does anybody else want to say first? At all. I mean, feel free to just jump up. I think it was probably Ben to get her out. Yeah. So she could, she'd want to go back. Yeah. So, so they've all, they've all lied, right? And they've all decided to keep the secret. And I think that the bond that they have pretty much is so strong that they're going to keep that secret. So really, it's very unlikely that somebody's just going to, you know, out of the blue start asking questions and, and call lawyers and get that involved. So yeah, I, I believe it has to be Ben. It's, it, Ben's, Ben's idea here is that how am I going to get Kate to want to go back? But it could also be Widmore because he has, he, he definitely has, you know, a reason to sort of smoke her out and not necessarily just like, just like, uh, uh, just like Sun says, not that necessarily that, uh, he would out it in public, but that it would, he would use it to get her, you know, to do something. So it's, I think it could be Ben, but it also could be Widmore. So you think it could be Widmore? I, okay, I, I can see that. That's a logical conclusion that I'll I'll give as 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 an option. I, I personally think it's Ben because I think Ben is that guy who is behind the scenes making the wheel. And and I recall him saying in this, everything's going exactly according to plan. And so uh, definitely, I don't think it's Ben. I I disagree with. Okay, you. so you think it's Woodmore, or do you have another theory based on? And by the way, hold on, uh, okay. Chef Mark, was that your theory that it could be Woodmore? Yeah, it's an interesting theory. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> um, I agree with Mark based on Kate's conversation with Son. Okay. That um, if if it was really about blowing their secret they would just do that exactly but this is about aaron exactly now we have somebody that's called in on the actual listener line uh we're going to see who is on the line now all right it looks like we have daryl darnell on the line with us daryl how you doing hey i'm doing great it's good to see everybody there at your house i'm jealous i wish i could be there Uh, uh, gspn world headquarters but that's okay No, I'm trying. I'm trying to bring in a couple of new people over. We we actually had a live chat over at our our uh, website, The French Podcast tonight. We had some people do uh, with our live show last night, and uh, they were like, "Hey, let's chat during Lost." And so they were kind of chatting. And and after the show was over, I'm like, "Hey guys, I'm heading over to GSPN.TV. They're doing a live show over there. You guys got to join me." And I think we got a couple hanging out in here. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, they'll uh, become lovers of your show, like like I have become. Very cool. Mark, did you want to say something real quick? Yeah, just uh, Mark's our there's, chat room person. There's someone person. in the chat room, Anon uh, 7335, who keeps pointing out that, that whoever got whoever this, hired these lawyers got a subpoena for this. So they would have to have some kind of legitimate stake in Aaron to be able to get a subpoena because you'd have to oh, actually yeah. use the court. Right. So, but those are all possibilities. So, if it really were, if it really was a real legitimate subpoena, right. they would either have to have that that stake, or they would have to have the power to get a judge to do that. Right. You know? And of so course, Widmore. Like Widmore. And of course, they demonstrated that Widmore has the power to bring somebody into an interrogation room at an airport. Yeah. To, to so the only two off. people who yeah. would have a stake in Aaron would be Jack and Claire's mom. 
Right. And of and course, well, the we thing is, Jack is guilt ridden and won't. OK, right. I agree. So here, here's my thinking. And, and I agree. I agree that that, again, is another support to the possible Widmore. However, if I were Ben, Ben automatically, I mean, who in here doesn't think that Ben doesn't know that that Claire is is I mean, and he all, and of course, who would have a legitimate stake in claiming Aaron as a granddaughter other than Claire's mom, which we saw, and so therefore Ben could have went and I talked. Hope they don't to claim Claire's Aaron mom. as a granddaughter. That would be scary. Well, but that. But what I'm saying he's is, he's clearly a grandson. Oh, grandson. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fair enough. But anyway, Ben could have Ben could have went and explained. You know, you you understand that that's not that that's your grandson. You know, and and could have brought it up that way. And just to to get right. Kate ready to go back to the island. All right. So uh, I'm sorry, Dar- Daryl. You're still on the line there. I'm here. Yeah. Uh, all right. So <laughs> poor guy. No, it's all right. It's cool. <laughs> so so Daryl, what are your thoughts, man? What's going on? What do you th- what you think about the episode? Any thoughts uh, that you want to share with us? Oh man, it was great. Uh, you know, I actually had to had to DVR it and catch up, and I caught up like at 10:04 was when it ended for me on my DVR. So I, I almost caught up with you guys at the end, but. It was so good, Mike. Mike, the thing, I, my biggest question we got there at the very first scene was Faraday uh, down there in the cave, which was a fantastic scene. Totally blew your mind from the beginning. But how did the frozen donkey wheel, when they showed the sonar, how did the frozen donkey wheel get down there to begin with? I mean, here we are showing how they're building the orchid station, which was fantastic, and the uh, the frozen donkey wheel is already there in place. Um, so, what's the history? How did it get down there to begin with? in the midst of all that that rock and and all the heat and everything that we saw. Well, I think that goes back to the days of the Black Rock, honestly. I I really do and and I believe that the, the that it goes back to the ancient times of the island and 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 I believe that the actual frozen donkey wheel, I believe that they used to hook up donkeys to it and and that's why the holes there were there and and stuff like that. I mean, I I believe that that's, that's an ancient edifice there, I guess if you will. I don't know. Now I'm just now I'm just talking through my frozen donkey wheel, but <laughs> I'm looking. This is crazy. I, it, it, he said it. He actually said it. Well, I, it was the look on all your faces. I was like, I was just, I was reading your faces. I mean, come on. Normally, we'd be doing this. I know. I know. I don't know if I like this live audience thing. Come on. Oh gosh. Anyway. Do so you have two emails in your? Oh, I do. Box. Um, one of them. Are you checking is, my email? Well, I was sending an email from mine, and I thought I would be courteous and sign out and sign you back in. And sure. So, um, one of them is from um, John Portier. Mm-hmm. Anyway, what's up with the pendulum? All right. So, what's up okay. with the pendulum? Yeah. What is up with? Where, where was that? That was downstairs that in was the basement of this cathedral or yeah. church, or it or, was drawing something on the floor. Yeah. Also, it had a piece of chalk attached. This to is it. Jeff well, from Indy. Back to Did as the know? Earth revolves, the pendulum will move. So she's actually okay. tracking the Earth's rotation. Okay. Well, there you go. She's tracking the Earth's rotation. Can I delete that now? Absolutely. I is already it did. Something would cause the Earth to not rotate in a consistent manner. Okay. Hmm. Yeah. And you have one from Lisa. Oh, is there another one in here? There is. I'll just oh, read okay. it if you. Yeah. Like. Go ahead. Okay. Um, the subject is lost, and um, Kurt. Somebody. Anyway. <laughs> Vonnegut. Okay, yeah. Vonnegut. Yep. Hey, Cliff. Um, hope all is well. Um, you have to tell Jessica I said hello. 
Um, anyway, tonight's lost episode. Did anyone catch the reference to Kurt? What'd you say? Vonnegut? Okay. Uh, Vonnegut's Time's Quake. Time Quake. Daniel says, everything that has been done wrong will be done again. Um, that book has stuff that correlates to this episode. Crazy. Well, good luck with the episode. Very cool. Okay. Does anybody no, Chef Mark, you're the expert on all things, everything. So do you have any? Uh, well, no, Jeff's, <laughs> Jeff's going to explain this one okay. to us. Actually, Kurt Vonnegut, who, by the way, is from Indianapolis. All right. Um, <laughs> Timequake is the most bizarre book I think I've ever started to read. Um, actually listened to on audio tape. Um, in this, the author experiences a time jump. The whole world experiences a time jump of 10 years into the past. They know they're in the past, but they're unable to change any of the mistakes they made. And it's him opining about his days in Indianapolis and all this other stuff and just opining about how they're going to continue to make the same mistakes that they made the last time. Hmm. There's no way to stop it. They're aware. Very cool. Yeah, they're aware of it. Wow. Interesting. Nifty. Yep. Absolutely. Oh, and it looks like we do have another voicemail that's just come in. So I will be downloading that immediately here and dragging it over. And let's try this. Hey, Cliff, I'm sure you're going to dissect uh, Lost um, starting tomorrow or even tonight. But I want to see if you, do you think that the voice that says previously on Lost was the same voice that said tonight previously on Expose. Just a thought. Yeah. <laughs> Is it? Kate. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I w- I'm, I'm just glad that they didn't show Nike and Apollo Bar. That, that's all I care about. Although so I, I think someone on, I think it was on Twitter, someone on Twitter today said, wouldn't it be a shame if we um, go through all this just to find out that Lost is a spinoff of Expose? <laughs> <laughs> that would be a good one. That would be a good one. Daryl, are you still there? I'm still here. All right. Anyth- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm going to hang up so somebody else can call in. All right. So awesome. Daryl's finished here. So, uh, folks, I am typing in the uh, phone number again. And uh, you can uh, <laughs> feel No, he, said, he, he was done. He was just hanging out. So uh, the phone number is there in the chat room. If anybody else wants to call in and ask questions uh, and, and uh, leave your thoughts on it, uh, we will pre-screen your call here. Uh, that's that's for sure. But anyway, I uh, just want to say real quick, thanks for Daryl calling in. Uh, two things are really awesome. Uh, is uh, next not tonight, but in our next show, I'm going to be talking about a book that uh, Mardell.com has, which Mardell.com is one of the sponsors of another podcast that we mm-hmm. do. And uh, Daryl's really awesome and helped uh, organize that. But he also uh, might have something that's very interesting to you guys. Uh, both actual Daryl. And Wayne Henderson, who's also called in this evening, they both have a Fringe podcast. And so basically, I want to encourage you to check out thefringepodcast.com. And as far as Wayne's uh, Fringe podcast, it's Wayne's take on Fringe. The best place that I would say to go to find that would go to to mediavoiceovers.com. And there's probably a link there. And if not, um, hit the contact button or something like that. Wayne will tell you how to get there. (laughs) <laughs> nice but but hey i'm tr- trying to give these guys so they're community no, members absolutely. and, and absolutely. trying to to give them a, a plug here on 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 the show and uh mm-hmm. so yeah absolutely good stuff so if any, thanks for the plug you're welcome daryl thank you for everything else that you guys do out there so um we have time for one more call if anybody else wants to call in anybody else in here want to share anything at all i think i think we're all pretty much uh uh, oh no, Dan- no wait. we have Daniel. Daniel, go ahead. 
You know, the one thing I was disappointed that I didn't get to hear more about in this episode, my favorite thing from the last episode, time-traveling bunnies. <laughs> time-traveling bunnies. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. I did like the fact that they were showing... I, I, I really enjoyed the flashback to the fact of, of when they were actually recording the orientation videos. That was cool for me. Um, I really enjoyed seeing that. All right, so before before we go, what I'd like to do is, I, and, and I know that the, some of the girls are sitting on the floor, and so actually we can do this. Nice, <laughs> so, Somebody unclamp that. All right. All right, so check one, two. All right. All right. So what what were you thinking? All right. So what I'm going to do is have everybody in here uh, go ahead and just tell us who you are and where you came from. And if you want to, you can even share your Twitter ID. So, so Kim, do you want to start us off? What am I doing? Just introduce yourself, where you came from, and uh, and, and not your mom's womb. I mean, come on. I'm, I'm not going to take it. All right. And then and, and your Twitter ID, if you want to share it. Uh, my name is Kim Finolio. I'm from the Chicago area. My Twitter ID is Good Things Coming. All right. All right. And then next up, my name's Allison. I'm from Columbus, and my Twitter ID is Allison L with. One L in the Allison, not That's two. Right. And the next person who's talking is going to share her theory, her exciting moment from the show as well, before okay. she introduces herself. Awesome. <laughs> before I before she introduces herself. <laughs> Hi, this is Andrea. I'm from Miami. My Twitter ID is iAndrea. And the only thing I can't believe nobody's mentioned is the Hot Pocket people. I know. <laughs> oh, yes. So, I'm just saying. <laughs> what, what was the quote? Somebody somebody no, did a Twitter message. <laughs> somebody said the hot some, pocket is not a weapon. Somebody said that it that uh, that nobody could take down uh, uh, a whole army of people. Uh, twelve marines be, couldn't yeah. take down Ben, but it but can be done with pocket. one hot pocket. One, so, yeah. gotcha. All right, so let's see who else is here. Um, I'm Lee from Indianapolis, and I go by Joyful Mom Lee on Twitter. All right, and that's Joyful Mom, and it's L E A. Yep. All right. I'm Jeremy Laughlin, and I'm from the northern Kentucky, greater Cincinnati area, and I'm Fleegon on Twitter. Which is P-H-L-E-G-O-N. Yes. All right. <laughs> I'm Lee's husband, Jeff, and uh, my form and Twitter ID is Jeff in Indy, I-N-D-Y. All right. This is Daniel. My Twitter ID is The Ramen Noodle, T-H-E-R-A-M-E, a couple of N's, a couple of O's, D-L-E. And I just have to give a little bit of defense because you guys picked on Ernst a little bit. I think he added some really important bits and pieces to the show. Oh. Oh. Nice, nice. And nice. I'm Chris Van Deventer. I'm from Dallas, Texas. Uh, Twitter ID is Leave Town, and I'm still missing the eyeball. I'm still missing the eyeball. But, but Chris, oh. They didn't open. But you're still here, though. But I am you haven't here. you haven't left town yet. I have not okay. Left. Come on, Chris. <laughs> I'm Chef Mark, and I'm I'm at Chef Mark on Twitter. Absolutely. And I'm, I'm I live in New York City, and I'm so thrilled to finally be in the world headquarters of GSPN. All right. So totally psyched. All right. So anyway, folks, uh, that's pretty much our initial reaction here for uh, this episode or these two episodes of Lost, the premiere of season five. What an awesome time it's been. Of course, we want to say thank you. Can you guys help me think of who came tonight so we can just mention them? Give them okay. Troy Price and his son came from Frankfurt. 
Uh, Chris Biting, who's the co-host of Help I Got a Mac. Uh, Tommy T-shirt uh, from uh, Erlanger. Who else? Sarah Rader from the Full Time Mom. Hubert K from uh, Hebron, Kentucky. And uh, were there some other folks here? I think that pretty much does it. If okay, so. And of course, uh, I do want to say thank you to. Uh, on, is, does she go by TL Versed again? Do you do you have any idea? Yeah. Okay, she goes back. To, okay, so twitter.com slash TL Versed. Uh, special thank you to her. She took care of our children during this lost event. And, I had to wake uh, her up. And we are so, so excited that uh, we were able to do this and have uh, very little distraction. And, and it was uh, such asleep. a blessing. She yes. fell asleep back there with our kids. Did I had she? To, yeah, I had to wake her up. Gotcha. Are our kids asleep? Yeah, sad. Rock on. That's Am awesome. I down here? Yeah, yeah, I guess you are. So anyway, um, we just want to say real quickly, um, if you haven't heard already, which I'm sure you have, but uh, if you haven't, uh, we are going to a new release schedule for our Plus members. We are going to be releasing one full week's worth of content for free on the free feeds and in the Lost Podcast Network. If you want to get every single week's episodes of uh, Lost throughout the month, uh, just go over to gspn.tv slash plus. Learn what it's about to be a plus member. Uh, and did you want to say something, Mark? I can't hear you. We also say. Oh, yeah? Oh, the, the jo- oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it's and so, not join the community, babe. That's the wrong. Oh yeah, it's, it's we do the other this, one. Yeah. Until next time. Okay. So anyway, uh, <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Just go to gspn.tv/plus and you'll learn how to make sure that you never miss an episode of the Weekly Laws Podcast. That's all we want to say. All right. And so Stephanie and everybody here, let me unmute you. Until next time, stay, stay lost. lost.